When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to HBO Girls Rewatch. I'm Amelia. And I'm Evan. And oh my god, we're having the best day of our young lives, are we not? <laughs> it is like you're almost frowning when saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm constantly thinking, um, I used to think that people hated me at first, but what I'm finding out is that they thought I hated them at first because of my deadpan sensibility. I guess when I've never, I've ever talked to you, I've never looked you in the eyes before. So like, I just get voice and I'm sure a lot of our listeners just get voice. But sometimes <laughs> if you get face with you as well, I can understand why some people think you hate them off the get go. What's wrong with my face? No, it, nothing's wrong with it. It's one of the most gorgeous faces I've ever seen. Um, but there is a, your, your smile, like your stagnant face is almost a little frown-esque. Like the lips are curling down a little bit. When you're at neutral. And this is actually an amazing time to plug our YouTube channel. (laughs) Guys, if you aren't subscribed on the YouTube side of things, get over there. Come on, girl. And honey, you're going to want to watch this episode video style. I promise you, girly pop. You're able to plug things in a natural way that I would never have. Wait, today's so fun because I won $1,000 from a contest that I thought was fake. And no one else applied to. (laughs) No, a bunch of people applied. Over hundreds. Wait, really? Mm -hmm. Oh my God, the this is amazing. I know. Oh, I thought the girl that sent it to us said no one's going to apply ever. I know. And they were like, we've gotten so many submissions and you were selected. Wait, and I Amelia, said, that's Thank amazing. you so much. Um, yeah, I had to do like a weird interview and the interview guy was just like, so would you consider Wait, tell them what, how you won, what you won oh, for? Oh, okay. So this, it was like, it's called like Comedy Pays. And I literally uploaded a one minute video of me doing stand up. And I was like, this is a scam and it's fake. But then it was real. And then they made me do a Google Meet with them today. And they interviewed me. And all they asked was like, do you like Taylor Swift? Do you identify as basic? <laughs> What's a fun fact about you? And I did the recording here. So I was like, I have a girl's shrine in my home. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was so That's cute. so funny. Well, I do love um, Amelia and I's whole thing. We've we're been trying to figure out what our wolf types are because everyone in our community is obsessed with astrology. And we figured out I'm Sigma, which is someone who is like I'm part of the group. But I'm kind of going on my way to try to help someone. And then you're Delta. I'm Delta. Oh, I'm Delta. You're Sigma. Apologies. I'm Sigma. Which yeah, is- forget ENFJ. Forget your aura. It's time for Wolfpack. It's so time for Wolfpack. Check in <laughs> on your friends if they're Alpha, if they're Beta, if they're Delta, or Sigma. I don't really... Re- I know we've talked about it at nauseum, but I don't really remember what each of them mean. Yeah, I can do it really quick if go, you want. Go, go, go. Okay, so Alpha is clearly Alpha. You're kind of running group. Beta is a Beta. So you Assistant. Have- yeah, so Beta classically is seen as someone who's like lesser than, but actually someone who's an assistant. Mm. That's what beta is actually described as. Sigma is someone who's the lone wolf. And then Delta is kind of going out of their way to help everyone. So I'm a lone wolf. I feel like I'm a helper and a leader and an assistant. Well, and I think if we do all the girls really quickly. Okay. Jessa. Sigma. Sigma. Shoshana. um, Beta. Beta to alpha. Beta to alpha. Hannah. 
Alpha to Beta. <laughs> <laughs> and then Marty, Marty Alpha thinks so. Alpha she's presenting. She's not an Alpha. No, no, no. But she's Delta. Actually, she's Delta because she goes all the way to Vassar College with Hannah. You're right. Yeah. And Hannah is ultimately Alpha. Okay, we did it. Oh, my God. Episode done. And then everyone comment below what you think Grover is. Grover? <laughs> no, we don't know about that yet. Hey, we're going in episode, order. this episode, there's no... This episode, we actually know. Because, guys, guess what? And sorry <laughs> to keep calling you guys. Girls. No, everyone on this podcast, in between. famously, girls and guys are both gender-neutral terms. No, and it, when I say girls, I mean boys. And when I say boys, I mean girls every time. Every time. Um, But we are so excited. Oh, my God. We are having Zasha, Zasha Mamet herself <laughs> on the podcast today. We feel like the luckiest girls in America and North America and beyond globe. We zoom out galaxy. When I'm zooming back in right now and I'm like, I'm the luckiest girl in Bushwick. I'm the luckiest girl in this house. I'm the luckiest girl for me. It's going to be great. We're so excited that we get to interview her. We're not going to be unpacking an episode. We're going to be unpacking Shoshana Shapira because that's what that's what has to be done. <laughs> I'm like, now that we can see ourselves, I'm like, I move just like my grandma moves. I have the same <laughs> mannerisms as her. Okay, I'm shaking okay. my hand like an 87 year old, but I'm okay with that. Um, if, if this is the first episode of the podcast that you've ever tuned into, we want to say hi. We want to welcome you. And please join us on our journey. You got a back catalog to dive into and a front catalog on the way. Okay, it is time. <laughs> it is I time. love front catalog on the way. <laughs> oh my God, Best guys. It's Sasha Mamet. Ah, the crowd goes wild. The crowd goes wild. <laughs> What's up, dudes? My God, I think you're the first person to use dudes on this podcast. Literally. No, that can't be true. That can't be accurate. That's untrue. I don't believe that. Zasha, we love the first question we ask all our guests is, um, where were you when girls came out? <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. It's all a blur. I know. I, like, actually don't know. I probably... At home in New York, probably like being the hermit that I am and like hiding in my apartment. But I literally don't, I actually don't remember. Honestly, the show is kind of a blur because none of us had any idea it was going to become what it did. We were like, we're making something cool. And then everybody was like, this is crazy. <laughs> right. Like, did you have any inkling after filming the pilot that you're like, I think this is going to be awesome and people are going to No, but out. like, I don't know. Well, I mean, maybe some artists feel that way when they film shit, but like mainly whenever I'm making something, I'm like either this and or I'm going to be terrible and like no one's going to watch it and it's going to be the end of my career. That's pretty much what's like always going through my head. So I think (laughs) that like the idea that it was going to be such like a cultural phenomenon did not occur to any of us. We were like, this is really cool. And Lena's really talented and we like everybody. Um, But like, no, I don't think we had any idea. But you had pneumonia when you sent in a tape? Yeah, I had pneumonia. So I was shooting this movie in upstate New York. um, And I got pneumonia because it was the coldest October on record. Like all, there were no pumpkins for Halloween because all the pumpkins froze and died. Like the farmers were like, there's a pumpkin shortage. Um, And I got pneumonia because we were cheating early September. um, And mainly the movie was shot outside and I was so sick. And I filmed my audition tape in like an abandoned barn that was our production office. Um, 
Oh and the Wi-Fi was so bad that I couldn't figure out how to send it in. So I kept calling my agent and I was like, it's just, it's not going to work. And he was like, I really think you should send this tape in. Um, and then when I got the part, I had to go into the city for the table read. And I went in the night before and um, my cough was so bad. And I was like, I really need to sleep tonight. So I took NyQuil, which I learned like doesn't agree with me. Um and I oh, literally no. like don't really remember the table read. Like I remember walking in and then I didn't remember anything else until I woke up in my friend's apartment. But I had like a weird um, recollection that I'd thrown up on the table. Um, no. And I called my agent and I was like, I think I fucked up and I think I might be getting fired. Um, and then I didn't hear anything for a couple of days. And then I got a call from him and he was like, I don't know what you did, but like, they want to make you a series regular. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Cause Shoshana was originally just going to be like, not one of the main girls, just a side girl. Yeah, she was just and like then- Jess's weird cousin who like came in sometimes. Um, so yeah, like th- I don't know. Thank you, Michael. Wait, did you throw up on the table? I didn't throw <laughs> yeah. up on the table. It was like a weird fever dream that I had. I when I woke up in my buddy's apartment, I was like, I don't remember anything. I remember shaking Lena's hand. I remember shaking Judd's hand and sitting down. And then I like don't remember anything else. But I had had this like weird half memory that maybe I threw up on the table, but apparently um, I didn't. So you know. Okay, well, obsessed. As, and thank God for that. And, and like, and it actually would have been even more amazing if you thrown up on the table because really, that's the thing that got you a series regular role. It's then you really committed to a bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but like, I think it was maybe maybe a good thing I saved everyone the vomit. Um, or maybe they right. all just lied sure to me. Maybe I did throw up on the table, but they were just like trying to save my pride, and they were like, "No, you didn't. You didn't. No." They've kept it a secret all these years. It's perfect. <laughs> we are gonna ask you a question. We ask all our guests. I'm so curious. For I know. This. Okay. Oh my god, girl, what girl are you? you? <laughs> you guys are um, fucking adorable, and I love it. Um, okay. So I thought about this a lot. Can I pick not a girl? Oh, yeah. And when we say girl, we also mean the boys. Girls gender neutral. Girls, girl, okay. All inclusive. I fucking love it. Um, I think I'm Ray. Before you finish that sentence, we're going to cut to a break. Oh Bye. my God. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> And I'm so sorry that all oh, that just happened. My God. We interrupted you letting us know what girl you are and by that, what boy you are. <laughs> Honestly, you guys, I feel so much closer to you that we've been on this journey together. It's <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> it feels um, good. It, it feels it feels like we've been we've been through something. I know you I know you now after three platforms. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I uh, I think I'm Ray. Oh my god, that is gonna shake the world. Really? You think so? Yeah, just I feel like p- people probably think you're most like Shosh, and to identify with someone like Ray is so opposite. It's like, how'd they even get you to play Shoshana then? People 
people definitely think that I'm most like Shosh, which actually has been like the most. And I mean, not necessarily now, but like when the show was on the air, I found that people when they would meet me in person would be like a little bit disappointed. Oh, no. <laughs> they'd be like, hey, dude. And they'd be like, that's not right. You're like talking at a normal pace. They're like, oh, they're like, that's incorrect. Um, yeah, I mean, I think like, I don't know. I think probably in my soul, I'm in my soul. I think I'm a woman in her 90s, but like also maybe a man in his 40s. Which is classically Ray. Classically Ray. He's a woman in his in the 90s who's also in his 40s. Were you loving um, when Shoshana and Ray were friends? Were you loving hanging out with somebody you identify with? I, I'm honestly I love I mean, everyone is amazing, but I love Alex Karpovsky so, so much. He seems he seems like an iconic person on the show and IRL. He he definitely is. And like, yeah, there's definitely a kinship there. Like our one sex scene that we shot was very muted because um he'd thrown his back out. So there was like very little <laughs> movement that could be occurring. And I, I, I may have made this up in my mind to make the story better, but I'm pretty sure that he had some sort of like a heating pad on. Like, right. Another classic Night Quill day. Just a classic Night Quill day, you know. Okay, so you really identify as Ray. So, what are you still like feeling? Is that like, has that been a perpetual thing throughout, like, even from the shooting of the show to now? Like, you still feel like you're Ray through and through? You know, it's funny, like show show is kind of felt like I'm I'm not like a method actor. I don't like write a backstory. I that's just not sort of that's not really my vibe. I always just am like show up on set, like know your lines, say the lines, do what the director tells you to do. So I don't I don't think of my characters as like entities except for her. Like she was always sort of such an alien to me that I thought of her as like my weird cousin that I loved and didn't understand. And I think as we've gotten further away from the show, I actually sort of start to feel myself being able to identify with her more so. Like when I was playing her, I was like, you're so different from me. And now I'm like, actually, I kind of think I'm sort of like you. (laughs) (laughs) How many years ago did you rob? Like six or seven? 2016. So that's eight. Eight. Yeah. Oh my God. So much can happen in eight years. Is it eight or is it seven? Help me with that math. Wait, what month? I guess it depends on what month you ended. I think, okay, yes. Cause I'm like, wait, we also, I got married that year and I've been married for seven years. But yeah. So like, I, yeah, I, I guess seven, seven. We probably wrapped in the summer of that last year. Because we would normally shoot like spring to what we always said it was like kind of like camp. <laughs> Do you guys use half years? Because it's a classic seven and a half situation. I love a half year. Sure. Why not? Yeah, why not? Um, like if you toddler being like, I'm four and three quarters. I'm still I'm so that forward, especially when I meet someone younger to me. It's like I have to know how many quarters you are. You're yeah. 23, three, four quarters. Okay. All right, I support that. <laughs> are you aware of how many people are re-watching the show right now? Have you felt it at all? Yeah, I've sort of, it started to like ripple effect into into my life. Like you guys definitely, I was like, wow, okay. 
Um, and then I feel like I've started to hear about a bunch of people who are watching, who are rewatching it or like watching it for the first time. Um, which is, which is wonderful. I feel like girls are sort of having like a renaissance. It's in a full on renaissance. I mean, especially in Brooklyn currently, like we started this podcast just because everyone we knew or anyone we've ever talked to, even for one second, mentioned the show girls at us. And now we're like, okay, so now we have to make a podcast about it. Yeah. And now every day we meet an NYU student that's like, I'm watching girls for the first time ever and it's changing my life. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. It's so fun. Do you, um, we need to jump into our next segment, leaning into Into Lena. Lena. Um, so in terms of shows, I don't know how much you, I feel like we probably think about Shoshana more often than you probably do in your everyday at this point. (laughs) But, um, there's so many like beloved Shoshana eras, like cracks it in Shoshana, Japan shows, beach house shows is famous. Do you have a famous or do you have a favorite shows era? That's such a hard question. I don't know if I necessarily have a favorite. I think one of the things that felt so exciting about playing that character was because she was a little younger than the other girls. So we, she was like literally growing up and figuring herself out on camera. Um, oh my God, Beach House Shosh was so mean. <laughs> She was mean. But honest. But honest. But honest. And I think fair. I don't think she was unfair about the things she said. I mean, maybe Craxident. That was one of the most fun, like, weeks of my career, probably, playing that. And oh. we can echo that back to you. That was one of the most fun weeks of our career as well, <laughs> covering that episode. <laughs> yeah, we live in Bushwick now, no, so we're, we're really We're actually in going it. to a Bushwick warehouse party tonight. Oh, my God. Yeah, major. I can only hope I accidentally smoke crack. <laughs> I mean, look, if it's in the cards, it's in the cards. And You're like- right. Wait, do you know Croft McGough in real life? <laughs> no. That was <laughs> hilarious. Um... We had like a really intense, um, I'm wondering if it was the same guy. I feel like our stunt guys were really, really intense. Like the beach house episode. I remember we had this guy who was technically like our stunt, like safety guy. And when we shot the scene in the pool overnight, he gave us this crazy talk as if we were like Navy SEALs doing like an overnight swim. And he was like, I don't want anyone to be a hero. I don't want any cowboys out there. Like if you're cold, raise your hand. We're going to be here with like blankets and tea and hats. And then we were shooting and we were like, where the fuck did that guy go with like the blankets? <laughs> and the and that we're, like, we're really fucking cold. And like, where is he? Um, but I had to do training that night. Um with a mattress it was like me and I'm like pretending to like knee Alex in the groin but it was the mattress oh my god <laughs> and they were just like go for it and Carpo was like whoa 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 do we feel like she's ready for this like do we think she actually knows what doing? <laughs> um but you know we made it we came yeah, out I okay think girls was an action tv show yeah <laughs> we're gonna learning that here <laughs> Jason Bourne. no literally is there so I know Lena got so much inspiration from uh, people and friends from her life, uh, just people she met. Do you feel like there's anything from as a person that kind of inspired the character of Shoshana? 
No, it honestly was like, you know, I didn't go to college and I, I wasn't super social growing up, but so I, when I first read the sides, I was like, I actually don't, I feel like I have no idea who this girl is, but I also know exactly who she is. Um, and I kind of just like, I don't know what's the right word, wing, winged it, wung, wung it. Wong it, it. Um, and then yeah I don't know I guess she was like a weird baby alien living inside me and then I was just like okay I guess this is who this character is Um, I think she's based off of like Lena's cousin or something Um, (laughs) but but no I she was not based in reality whatsoever for me she like came came she was like what's her face who came out of the seashell Oh, Ariel. Oh, no, no. Aphrodite. Yeah, sure. We'll go with both of them. Yeah. I think both of them could come out of the a seashell. The little made happened. Yeah. That's absolutely what that movie's about. <laughs> Finding your little cousin who's an alien. Yeah. yeah that's a big part of it. That's kind of Flounder's so, whole arc. It is so funny that you're like, I don't know if this girl is real because it's like, we have people come up to us constantly and be like Shoshana is the most me person to ever exist like she's so real to so many people she's the realest of them all we get a comment on almost every single clip we post being like Shoshana is so real I I mean I think she is something that we would always talk about um when we were shooting is that she was sort of like the moral compass like everybody was I don't know. We made a show kind of about like really bad, selfish people. Granted, like just growing up and figuring themselves out. But I feel like Shosh was the one who kind of was like, you know, there's always a character in the movie, that coming of age movie of like the janitor who works, who's like, that's a bad choice. Um, (laughs) And I feel like Shosh was always to me kind of like the janitor who was like, hey guys, maybe don't go down that path. Um, And I think she's also just so unabashedly herself. Like she's both so insecure and also just like, can't be anybody, but who she is. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that maybe struck a chord. No, absolutely. She's somehow like the oldest and youngest person alive. Oh, a thousand percent. Yes. She is unlimited years old and also like a tiny kitten. Your hairstyles were of course iconic did that start as like you had one fun haircut and then you kind of lost the plot and your hairstylist was like, we have to do a crazy look every up. Honestly, like they, I don't even know where that came from. I don't know what the inception of that was, but like, what was the first? Was it the donut? The, oh my God. I think it might've been the donut or the accident you had like some sort of bump it ponytail thing with like oh, yeah. a weird braid on the side. It was all perfect. (laughs) It just like, I don't know. It was like it was always there. It was like it was just, it was just like Shoshana will have crazy fucking hair at all times. (laughs) (laughs) I just did. I'm dying to see that Pinterest board. Oh, man. Oh, my God. I hope it's public. (laughs) Donut. The donut was one of the crazy. The donut was like an actual like apparatus that like lived under my hair. Oh my god. I'm glad I'm glad people were having fun. It's so important for the hairstylist to get to have a little fun. Creative freedom. Yeah. They really got creative freedom with your hair. They went, yeah, they went bananas. 
I know. And I'm I'm not seeing anyone able to even like resurrect the hair correctly in a way that the hairstylist on the show was. People attempt, but they've actually never conquered that mountain. <laughs> the Shosh Donut Mountain. Shosh Donut Mountain. Maybe it's just supposed to be left where it is, you know? <laughs> no, yeah. And we have to think about that. <laughs> wow. There's so much to sit in that. Were there any um, Shoshana outfits that you still think about today? Honestly, like, I'm a... I'm a real comfort individual. So I would say Shosh and I are on opposite ends of the spectrum when it comes to that. Um, and I, I both loved and despised wearing like almost all of those outfits because <laughs> I was like, they were always just so tight. And like, I was normally like strapped into something. Yeah, it was like, a. I mean, our costume designer, Jen Rogan was a genius, but there were also, there would be fights where I was like, Jen, if you put me in those shoes, I will actually break my ankle <laughs> and be unable to shoot the rest of the season. Um, which I think sort of created her walk a little bit though. My husband says I look like Bambi in heels. Like I, I'm literally like a baby deer. Um, so like the sort of like weird stilted hobble that she had was because I just couldn't walk in those shoes. I don't know. Maybe the, um, maybe the slanket. Like, I, I mean, I loved a hundred percent. Loved the slanket. The purple peace sign. Yeah. <sighs> yeah I've never slanket. seen a girl more layers than Shoshana. <laughs> they love throwing her layer. She loved a layer. She really did. And a statement color. Uh, that girl invented statement colors. For sure. Have you ever thought about what Shosh would be up to now? I know in the show she's addicted to Sex in the City, and now she would be the age of the girls in Sex in the City. Do you think she's living out her Sex in the City dream? That's such a crazy thing to think about. I've never <laughs> thought about that before. About yeah, like the that's crazy not to think about. Um, I mean, honestly, I always thought that Shosh was going to just basically take over the world. Like, I think she probably invented something like Spanx and is like a guest judge on Shark Tank and like living between her six houses and just, you know, running shit. I hope she also owns a horse. I think that'd be a great tie in. And then your characters could overlap. She, yeah, I could see her. I could see her owning. But like, do you really see shows riding horses? No, but I think she'd no. own a horse. I think she'd own horses that like ran and won stuff. <laughs> yeah, I could see her. I could see her owning just like the prettiest of the horses. <laughs> right. Like, pretty. And like <laughs> visiting it and being like, that's my horse. She's so pretty. <laughs> my horse. A thousand percent. That's my horse. That one's also my horse and that other one's my horse. Too. <laughs> hey, that was a line. Oh my reading. God. I really hope her character... If Spanx actually, her competitor Spanx blows up, she can buy Jamba jeans. Yeah. Because she deserves that. You know, honestly, she does. Yeah. She probably has. I hope yeah, so. She works so hard. She's definitely where she wants to be. And my students are so cutthroat. <laughs> they really, they really are. <laughs> I'm still afraid of them. I was afraid of them when I was like close to one of their ages and I'm afraid of them still. You know, I'm still scared at my students. Almost ever. I can't go to the West Village for that very reason. No. They just know so much more than we ever will, and we have to accept that. They've seen too much of the world. Like, they're just too... They're just too confident. They're just too knowledgeable. They're just, like, drinking their mud coffee 
And they're like, because I'm walking and I'm like, okay, I bow to you. Please just like, don't hurt me. (laughs) Yeah, that really is how it is. I feel like, okay, Shoshana, everybody is always talking about like, thank God that girl found her freedom. How did it feel season six finale, Shosh being like, y'all suck, bye. That day was so great. That was my last day of shooting. Mm. Which was also really weird because Jemima and I both wrapped on that day, but everybody else had like another month left of shooting. So they were like, that's a series wrap forever. But like also here, like the rest of the crew was just like getting call sheets for Monday. And I was like, this is so weird. No, Um, It was, and there was a new... I forget why it was like, I think because they were moving to a different crazy location. So we had all these transportation guys, like the guys who drove us became like uncles to us. We had the same transpo mm-hmm. guys for all six years. Um, but then the guy who drove me home on my last day was like a total stranger. And I was just like crying in the corner of the car by myself with this like huge dude from, you know, Queens driving me home being like, what's wrong with this chick? <laughs> It's my last day. Leave me alone. Oh my God. Wait, it really is summer camp then. And it's like when your friends get a few extra weeks and you have to kind of worst feeling on earth. Everyone else gets like one more year of like being a like, and it's your last year. Like you can All your friends are juniors. You're a senior. And then you have to go and they're still going to prom without you. It's not right. It's not right. Honestly, Um, it was criminal, but it was, um, What's the line where she's like, all of those people out there with nice purses, those are my real friends. <laughs> and actually, that's what I'm getting on my palm after this. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, there's it. That's it. Or yeah. get it on your palm and your face, like a mirror. <laughs> Wait, what if we did it? I'll do face, you do palm. Okay, perfect. And we can just kind of hold it up. Oh, it'll be like BFF next <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's so perfect. I really would say Shoshana's character in this like big rewatch that our culture is having right now had like the biggest redemption arc out of any character just like in the eyes of the nation like (laughs) really people are like she was seen as kind of like fundamentally kind of like that girl's kind of crazy now we're like she's the most hardworking, important individual on earth how do you feel like why do you feel like the big cultural change has happened between this like 10 year eight year gap i mean i think maybe people are watching it with different eyes um You know, she is in so many ways really, really ridiculous. But I do think the fact that she, as cheesy as it sounds, like always stays true to herself. She really doesn't ever compromise her own integrity other than following along. And I think when she finally realizes that, like, she's actually the coolest one and she has the balls to say it and act on it and be like, also, you guys are bad friends. That's like, that takes some serious courage to be able to do that. Um, and I think maybe sort of in like the, I don't know, the first, when the series first came out, we were all just so enamored with like the rest of the characters and like what was happening with Hannah and Marnie and like Jessa was over here just like being crazy and getting sober and then falling off the wagon and like getting married to a crazy person. Um, 
And like maybe in a rewatch, it's just easier to see. I mean, show she's like totally she's the sleeper of the show, you know. Um, but yeah, that was crazy. When I read that last episode, I was like, oh shit, she's just gonna like tell them all what's up. <laughs> It's so almost parallels to Beach House. It's like season three, we get like a wind of what's to come. And then season six, you're like, here we go. <laughs> yeah, just get show strong. Yeah, <laughs> that's all it takes. Whoa. Have you um rewatched or revisited the show at all or not really? I haven't. You know, I think it like, it was such a crazy moment in time and in my life. And then like life just continued to happen. And then full disclosure, I think like it was such a great joy to play her. It was so insane and wild. And like the further away I get from it, the more that I miss playing that character. And so I think I was like, I have to leave it where it is because otherwise I'll miss her too much. Oh, <laughs> we both burst into tears. <laughs> I love it. You, I mean, you put your whole so, soul into that character and it really reads through. Thank you so much. It's so beautiful. I like it. I don't know. Shoshana, I think there's a specific arc in Shoshana where Shoshana and Ray first start their relationship. And that was something that was so like fundamentally important for me at a time because I was also going through like my first relationship. And, like, I think just witnessing, like, it was so cool to have a show that really, like, just reflected, like, parallels happening in my life. And I think that's why Girls is still having its giant resurgence right now. Because it's still the best example of TV that we have for people, like, in their 20s having, like, actual parallels to their life that is still not existing in media. I mean, it makes me, like, both so happy and sad to hear that. I do think that, like... Lena and Jenny and our writers and our directors just never compromised. And like HBO was so incredible and like never asking them to. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think, yeah, they really wanted in like the most honest way possible to be like, this is what we think it's like. And we want to make it really entertaining and really funny, but like we want people to feel seen. Um, And it was the most, I think that's also why it was so incredibly rewarding as an actor, because it's like, it's one of the most human jobs I've ever had, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It makes too much sense. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I love that segment. And I cannot wait for the next one when we get back from the break. Girl, get get your Glock. Glock. It's It's rapid rapid fire fire time. We're going to ask a a bunch of super quick questions. Just answer first thing that comes to your head. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. No, but yes. (laughs) What's your favorite utensil? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, A a metal straw. (laughs) (laughs) That count? Is that a utensil? Yeah. I'm addicted to the answer. We we use those every day for our smoothies. I still have to learn how to clean it, right? Would you rather live in a gorgeous building facing an ugly building or an ugly building facing a gorgeous building? Oh, man. Gorgeous building facing an ugly building. Are you the voice of your generation or are you a voice of a generation? Definitely, like, neither. (laughs) (laughs) Neither. 
Maybe boys of a generation. Sure. <laughs> Let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> why is Marnie mad at you? Oh my God. Why isn't Marnie mad at me? <laughs> Say that. What occasion are you showing up to with treats from Dylan's Candy Bar? Literally every occasion. <laughs> Just every single one. <sighs> Abortions and otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> why can't you be the only thing Ray Pachancy likes? Because he doesn't like anything. Mm. You're so right. Wait, really quick. What's your small, medium, and large baggage? <laughs> the hardest question we've asked. Yeah. Small baggage is I'm terrified of spiders. Mm. Um, medium baggage is um I get really stressed out about um packing for short trips. So I need to make like a thousand different lists about it. Um, I also start packing like four weeks in advance. Okay. Um, large baggage is, um, I can't deal with, uh, anything that's disorganized. Heaven, you and me are soul sisters in that way. <laughs> it's like the need, yeah. What is your favorite snack during intermission? I mean, like anything that's available. I'm basically always hungry. Yeah, totally. Wait, okay. Fuck, Mary, kill, soup mogul, Scott, Ray, and Yoshi. Okay. Mary, Ray, fuck, Yoshi, kill, soup mogul. Kill him. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> uh, what advice would you give girls who identify as Shoshana? I would say just like keep on trucking mm-hmm. and like don't let anyone tell you to change. But huh. like just just trust yourself and keep trucking. Do you have a favorite guest star? Oh my God. We had so many. Maybe Richard Grant. Mm. Are Shoshana and Ray Endgame? No, but I think that they're best friends forever. Aww. When the horses can be named after him. What does duck taste like to you? <laughs> Chicken. <laughs> and who are the ladies? We're the ladies, you guys. <laughs> yes, we're the ladies. <clears throat> we're all the ladies. We have a last segment called That That Outfit Outfit in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. That's where we compare the 2010s to now. In 2010s, you were being Shoshana. What are you doing now? (laughs) What am I doing now? I was literally, my brain just went like, you mean outfit lines? (laughs) That's how jet-lagged I am right now. What am I doing now? Um, Okay, I just got back from Italy where I did reshoots for a new TV show that I have coming out this summer on Netflix called The Decameron. Um, And I'm uh, promoting a new movie that I shot called Molly and Max that's coming out on February 9th. Uh, Oh, I'm so sorry. sorry. I got, no, No, I I got in here for it. That was, I saw you walk in. Max. You know what? I don't have time for an autograph. You go ahead and take this one. You know, Max, it's, it's me. It's, it's Molly. That's what? No, 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 no. <laughs> Molly. Oh, my science. If you must know, I, I am seeing somebody. Okay, that's great. Who is she? 
She's actually my mecha partner. You're dating a robot? All the passionats are together in one relationship. I'm a level seven space witch now. <laughs> I think you're in a cult. I can leave whenever I want to. I just don't want to because I'm like super happy. Are we in a cult? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Can I just clarify, are we gonna sleep together? You think we're compatible? No, I mean, no, definitely not. But that can make for great sex. I'm not asking to marry me. Oh, marriage is definitely out of the question. Okay, see, that's flirting. You're flirting. Yes, we cannot wait. This is going to come out a few days before. So for all of you listening at home right now, you have your Friday night plans on lock this Friday, February 9th. You got to go see it. Um, we, we just watched the trailer before this started, but for those who don't know, it's a sci-fi romantic comedy about a man and a woman whose orbits repeatedly collide over the course of 12 years, four planets, three dimensions, and one space cult. (laughs) Zasha, (laughs) what was it like to film this movie? It was so crazy. Um, it was so crazy. It was so much fun. It was such a whirlwind. It was, um, there were elements that I never experienced before, like shooting with insane LED screens surrounding me um, on a soundstage in Brooklyn that had no AC and the hardest, like hottest summer ever. We all literally, I think I like sweat my body weight every day. Um, <laughs> You're detoxing. <laughs> full detox. Yeah, I just did a movie and also like a boot camp all in one. Um, but it was awesome. It was so fucking zany and so fun. We say it's like um, when Harry met Sally in space. And thank God. It's like now more than ever, that's exactly what we need in this world. I mean, I think so. You know, Michael, our writer-director... I really just totally connected with him when we first met um, over the fact that like, we don't really have rom-coms anymore. They just, they don't like like the, you know, nineties, early two thousands rom-coms of our, like of our hearts, they just don't exist. So yeah. No, that's yeah, it's, something we're always saying. Yeah. Here. Cause we're always watching rom-coms that are so self-aware and like ironic and like post ironic. And it's like, can we have any love in t- the 2020s? can we i just want love i want love i want some quippy dialogue and i want like you know great outfits like that's really that's what i want yeah you're kind of describing girls <laughs> or that <laughs> sure um that out. the new movie has been described as outrageous and heartfelt which i think parallels the character shoshana shapira pretty well how do you compare the two Molly's pretty different. Molly's like Shosh's crystal loving cousin, but they're honestly not, they're not crazy different. I think Molly is a little bit more, (laughs) I think she's a little more high strung. She's like a little more. For Molly to be more high strung than Shosh. I know when I said it, I was like, but different. She's like, she's more kind of, she's more, um, Type A is wrong, but like maybe a little bit more like wound tightly on the inside. Like I think Shoshana is sort of like a whirling dervish, but it's all happening mm. out here. Um, but yeah, I'd say they're related. They're not the same, but they're related. Yeah, because I know we were watching Michael on a different podcast and he was saying that like, he saw you as Shoshana. He's like, we need to book her. 
perfect fill-in, perfect per- first person for the role. The dialogue was really, really insane. Um, and Michael wanted it really, really fast. So I definitely had that working for me for sure. Yeah, you have an amazing ability to talk fast and understandable. Like I can understand every word you say when you talk fast, which is really hard to do both. That's very kind. When I would go ADR myself, I honestly often couldn't. And I would be like, how the fuck did I talk that fast? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know how I did that. Um, we heard that the LED stage thing, you were in a full space suit, you were sweating buckets. Was that harder or was filming Beach House cold harder? Filming Beach House, I would say was harder because it was meant to be like the most idyllic week ever. Like that was the premise of the episode. And there was like a full monsoon happening on the North Fork. It was just like, (laughs) just like straight. Like I remember there was one day that we had like four of our grips holding up this like plastic sheet because we were meant to be standing at the door and it was supposed to just be like this beautiful, perfect day. And there was just rain coming from like every (laughs) direction. So we ended up having to reshoot a lot of that episode and that dance made us all nearly lose our minds. <laughs> oh my God. It was pretty complicated. That's when you get the stunt guy in. It was very complicated. And we did it like 70,000 <gasps> times. Oh my and God. I've heard whenever it's very rare, but every once in a while I will hear that song and it's just like straight up PTSD. Like my whole <laughs> body starts to shake and I'm just brought back to doing that dance. Um, so definitely Beach House for sure. Oh my God, it's crazy that Hannah still never learned it after doing 70 times. She did she not. The whole thing. She tried. Yeah. She tried her best. And I think we have one last big question to ask you. It's, would you ever do a girl's project again? I'd play Shosh in a second if I could. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Really, we were so scared. <laughs> oh no. Who would know? We're ready. We're ready for a reunion. We'll fund it ourselves if we have to. Yeah, we're running out of episodes on our end. So anytime <laughs> you guys can get on that, that'd be perfect. We'll have a bake sale and we'll just like raise the money and we'll, it'll be great. No, oh literally. Amelia is actually so good at making cookies. So like this would actually be a perfect activity for okay. you. Oh my God. We are the same. I love to bake more than anything. It's all we have. Whenever I'm in a weird mood, I'm like, well, if I bake cookies, everything will change. And it does. It will all be better. I just like straight up made a huge chocolate cake the other day because I was like, I really want a chocolate cake. So I just made it and then I ate it and it was great. I felt so much better about life. Wait, we need to do that right now. Our gay landlord has the same chocolate cake recipe and he said he would make it for us when we moved in, but we still haven't gone to chocolate cake yet. (laughs) How long has it been? Two and a half months. We'll get there. Oh no, we have one minute left on the Zoom recording. Oh, okay. God, less than a minute. I I know. know. Uh, <laughs> Sasha, we Sasha, thank you so much this for being so on. Amazing. Everybody go see Molly and Max in the future this Friday. And girl, we love you so much. Thank you, thank so, you much. so much for having me. This was so fun. You're legends. You're legends. Okay, bye. Bye. So that just happened. Um, Amelia oh. wants to say pull back on the curtain, so say it, girl. Okay, pull back on the curtain. Everything that could have gone um, wrong went wrong, but everything that could have gone right went right. Yeah, it's because we were too optimistic. 
We were too. No, we we, we were too excited. We entered the chat with too much hope and joy in our hearts. And for everybody who's only watching this episode because Zasha was on and already hates our whole vibe, we'll miss you. <laughs> I feel like a different girl. It's like. This used to be a shrine, and now it's family photos. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's my friend Zasha, by the way. Oh we we hang out oh kind of on three different, platforms. three different platforms. We went ahead and did Riverside. We did Google Meet, and we did Zoom. Um, the majority of the interview is um Zoom, so sorry about like the not highest quality video, but we tried our best. Technical difficulties are inevitable when you're a girl's girl like us. Um. But I think I think you no, guys. No, and actually, girls, girls can be really good at tech. I want to state that. It's not our fault that Wi-Fi was whack. Um, it's literally can't be on us. It's actually whoever installed our Wi-Fi. It's on you. I saw what you did in our basement when you installed the box, and it wasn't right. Say that and say that. And when you visit our home on a weird Thursday morning, when I'm trying to sleep in to go touch a pole in the backyard and then wander through the ha- house in a hazmat suit asking where's the front why did he need a ladder to give us wi-fi i just have a little bit of questions um thank you guys so much for thank tuning so in much. we love talking to zasha about shows and definitely go see molly and max in the future we didn't even mention this on the pod but past guest grace Schmidt's in the movie which oh, is... that was when it, we did mention it, but it was when we were offline. It was when yeah. we were transitioning between platforms. Yeah. And Zasha was like, Grace is so funny. And we're like, totally. She was on our podcast and we were laughing. We a should lot. get the whole cast of that show on here. I know. Let's get the guy from Broad City, Atoro Castro. <laughs> I want to talk to Jaime. I want to talk to Jaime so bad. <clears throat> um, but no, we're so excited. We're, we're going to go see it. Oh my God. I already bought my ticket. Yeah. I. <laughs> it's so funny that Evan would say that because a running gag of our conversations today has been the fact that Evan refuses to ever buy a ticket to anything. <laughs> well, I'll buy a ticket just not till the exact moment I have to enter a space just because I don't want to fully commit to something. I'd rather live my life freely. And sometimes it means having to spend $30 Wait, at door. not you leaning back but... and me leaning forward. Do you want me to be the yeah. big one? <laughs> <laughs> so finish your sentence, girl. Up there, up there. Finish up from. No, I'd be the Mount Rushmore at the end of this podcast big head no okay guys we're gonna be back next week with a season four recap before we start to dive into season five but we love y'all so much thanks for tuning in we hope you enjoyed the episode bye Bye.